Well, good morning. Good morning, everybody. I want to welcome you to the prayer call. My voice is a little compromised this morning due to laryngitis. So I pray you can understand me. And since it is early in the morning, my voice needs to warm up. Anyway, today is the second day of New Destiny's January fast. If you have difficulty locating the prayer targets from our website, we want to apologize. But I believe you should be able to find them by going to our website, which is www.newdestiny.online. And when you go there, um, there will be a picture of the bridge. And if you scroll down on that page, on the left uh, side is a rectangular green box that says prayer point. Click on that box and then scroll down to week one. And you have to click on that box. There you'll see the prayer targets. I hope everyone is taking part in the fast, especially our New Destiny family. And even if you're not from New Destiny, please join us in this fast. You know, there are many voices out there speaking about the shakings that are coming, that nations are going to be shaken. And I believe we're in the beginning of that. You know, Haggai 2, verses 6 and 7 out of the Amplified Bible tells us, For thus says the Lord of hosts, yet once more, in a little while, I will shake and make tremble the starry heavens, the earth, the sea, and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire and the precious things of all nations shall come in, and I will fill this house with splendor, says the Lord of hosts. You see, everything that can be shaken will be shaken, but there will be a glorious shaking within the body of Christ. The glory of God will be seen and it will be felt, and as the nations shake, there will be a great harvest of souls, the end-time harvest. So don't be afraid. Keep yourself in that special place, hid in Christ. Trust God. Draw near to him. You know, our prayer target for today is to pray for our nation, for righteous leaders, for the president, and for righteous laws to be enacted. So please, be faithful to the fast. We need everyone praying. This morning, I want to introduce our team to you. My name is Heather Dawson. I am the facilitator. And we have Minister Randall Gorey. And he's going to be bringing the devotion this morning. So good morning, Minister Randall. How are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. It is so good to be on the call this morning. It's even better to hear your voice. I know you're compromised, but praise God for you. We're praying for you. Happy New Year, and I'm ready. Amen. Amen. I'm ready, too. That's why nothing like a compromised voice is going to keep me uh, away. So praise God. God bless you. Um, We also have on the line this morning with us um, is Bishop. And we want to say good morning to him and to Pastor Adrian. 
you know, we always want to give honor to them because they are the leaders of new destiny, you know, and they have a lot in accomplishing God's will and purpose, especially in this region. So, you know, pray for them daily. They need a covering of prayer over them. So good morning, Bishop. How are you and Pastor Adrian? Good morning, Elder. Uh, Pastor Adrian and I, we're doing great. God bless you. Good morning to everybody that's on the line uh, this morning. Good morning, Minister Randall. Uh, Elder, we'd like, as Minister Randall said, we're praying for your voice. Uh, you Thank need you. Your voice. Yeah, we declare the enemy will not be able to steal your voice. But you said some key things already at the top of this uh, prayer call. And for all those that are online, I, I just want to say some things before Minister Randall go. I'm, I'm telling you all, we're in the moment of cruciality, this season of cruciality. Things are uh, chaotic. As I said, they would be. I just didn't know it was going to hit so fast. But uh, there's prophecy that have um, been put out over... I want to say um, 18, we put it at 10 years, is 19, 20, 21, 22. So this prophecy is probably um, a good 14, 13 to 14 years old. And so the prophecy was in about 2008. And it said a lot of these things that we're dealing with um, will begin to manifest themselves. And the Bible speaks as 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 Elder just shared with us the scripture, the Bible speaks that um, God would begin to warn nations and he would begin to warn Israel. And when we hear God talk about Israel, we hear God talk about Jerusalem, we hear God talk about Judah, he's talking about the church. And, and so it, it says specifically, now this is the Bible, it says, if I announce that a certain nation of kingdoms is to be uprooted, torn down, and destroyed, but then that nation renounces its evil ways, I will not destroy it. I will not destroy it as I have planned. And this goes on and on. I just read to you Jeremiah 7. I mean, Jeremiah 18, verse 7. You can read Jeremiah 18, verse 7 through 12. Just read that in your reading. And it, it talks about, God says that he has a plan for a certain nation, but if the nation begins to do evil, God says that he will send, watch this, he will send destruction. God said that amongst that nation. We're seeing destruction everywhere. We're not just seeing destruction with the pandemic. We're seeing destructions in geo-weather patterns that they can no longer predict patterns. We're seeing destruction in the political arena, and you're going to see even more destruction in the political arena because it is a total mess because the thing is we want the world wants to, and, and here in America, let me just talk about America. I don't want to talk about the world. I'm going to talk about America where we live. They, they want to call good evil and evil good. They want, to talk, they want to take the name of God 
and um, take his name off of everything and not acknowledge and honor God. But right now, where we are, God is calling on the church, the church to position itself, the church to pray, the church to fast, the church to do what it's supposed to do, to bring balance back to a world that is no longer balanced, you all. I'm telling you, we are not balanced. And then, on top of that, I'm going to be honest. I can, I can speak freely. I hope I can speak freely on this line. Um, they're lying about the pandemic. And I'm not saying they're lying about people getting sick. No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about they're lying and they're not being honest about um, vaccinations and what it does. It doesn't protect anybody. And I'm not saying, I'm not, and not, so I'm not saying, that i got to be clear, because people will start going and put stuff out and talking about my bishop's head and all that, and, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't go get vaccinated. That's your decision. That's everyone's decision that's on his line, whether you want to or whether you don't. I understand that as a pastor, I, I pastor two groups of people, some that are vaccinated, some that are not. I'm not telling you not to go get vaccinated. I'm not saying that. I'm not against vaccinations. I am not. You heard me say it. But here's what I am against. I am against people trying to push on you stuff that you have a right to do and you have a right to choose to do it and you have a right not to choose to do it. That's, 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 not, um, that's not right. Um, that's against the Constitution of where we live as a people, and we have to understand that. You understand? So that's what I am saying. And so every time you turn around, they're saying, and I mean, I just read something this morning, early this morning, because I get stuff hit my phone all the time, and this is real stuff. People ain't making this up. This ain't some fake news and all this old kind of stuff. But, you know, somebody just hit my phone this morning about them saying this stuff is not working, and it's not. It's not working like they hoped it would work. And it's just science and the experimenting. You have to trust God over trusting men. Trust God over trusting men. Let me say something for the prayer points, and I'm going to pass it back to Elder Heather because we're 11 minutes after the hour already. And that's all right. We're going to have a great morning. I'm excited. But uh, as Elder Heather said, uh, if you had problems finding the prayer points and all these things, listen, download the church app. Everyone that's on the um, line this morning, if you do not have the church app, I'm asking you, can you please download the church app? All you have to do is go to the Apple Store, whichever handheld device you have, go over to where you get your apps at, and then you just type in New Destiny, I believe, um, dot .inc, and it'll, uh, um, our app will come up. And the reason why I'm saying download the church app is because the church app is for more than live streaming. We also send out notification through the church app. Uh, notification was sent out yesterday um, 
on the prayer points that you can get through the church app. So it's a it's an avenue in which we can communicate, and we are communicating, and we're sending communication to the church through the church app. Because a lot of times people don't go and click on their emails to the end of the day, or sometimes not at all in the day. But we all carry our handheld devices pretty much most of the time, and so that notification come to your come right to your phone just like, you know, the news or whatever you got coming right to your phone and you can have that right at your fingertips because that's a way in which we communicate. So please, please, please um, download the church app if you don't have the church app. All right? Love you all this morning. Oh, to have them turn back over to you. Thank you, Bishop. You know what? I'm rooting for you. I am really rooting for you. I was so happy listening to the things that you were sharing. Praise God. Praise God. Come on, people. Let's get it together. Let's unite. Let's be strong. Let's be one in the Lord. Because you know what? We're the church. And if the church is weak, how's the world going to listen to us? They're not. They're not. But, you know, um, I didn't finish introducing everybody. We have our sister, Brandy Goods, and she's on the line. She's going to be doing the prayer request and praying over them. So let me quickly say good morning to Brandy. How are you, Brandy? Hi, good morning. I am doing well, Mother Heather. Good morning to everyone that's on the line. (laughs) Amen. Amen. It's good to hear your voice, hon. So let us prepare ourselves now to uh, receive uh, Minister Randall as he comes And may the Holy Spirit have free reign to speak through him as he ministers. And I would ask that each and every one of you just open yourself up. Let your spirit be free. Receive what is uh, coming through this devotion this morning. And may the Lord bless Minister Randall at this time. Please come. Thank you so much, um, Mother Heather. Uh, thank you so so very much. So much already poured in this morning. I, I'm just like, wow! What what a what a powerful beginning to our to our time. But giving honor to uh, Father God this morning for life. Want to just acknowledge uh, again, uh, my Bishop Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. Want to um, just acknowledge again uh, all the clergy that are on the line and everyone through the universal body of Christ that is on the line this morning, that's just taking time out to hear what God would have to say on this morning. want to just again say happy new year uh, to everyone on the line. I know it's the 11th day already. My goodness, here we are um, at the 11th day of a, of a brand new year, a brand new month, a brand new year. And again, there's just so much that's going on. Um, in our world today. So just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Hope we're all uh, enjoying the fast and just really getting started because we're going to really need that in order to get what God has for us. But let us go ahead on and get started with um, today's devotion comes out of the Amplified Version of Matthew, the 17th chapter, and that would be the 17th through the 21st verse. This devotion this morning is entitled The Lack of of faith is not working. The lack of faith is not working. And if you're in any way connected to God, lack of faith is not 
what you want to have. So verse 17 begins with, And Jesus answered, You unbelieving and perverted generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. Verse 18, Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the boy was healed at once. 19, and then the disciples came to Jesus privately and asked, why could we not drive it out? Verse 20, he answered, because of your little faith, your lack of trust and confidence in the power of God. For I assure you and most solemnly say to you, if you have living faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there. And if it is God's will, it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. And finally, verse 21, but this kind of demon does not go out except by prayer and fasting. When we lack faith, we can have nothing to do with God. For it says in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the 6th verse, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Wow. Well, it's in this passage of Scripture that I I can only imagine how the disciples might have been feeling after hearing such a response from Jesus. Here you are in an ideal situation in which you have been trained, such as the disciples. They have been trained and prepared for this situation, but yet they lack the most important criteria of the training, and they don't even know it. But if you go back to the trainer and ask a good question, it's only to get the truth and compassion with a stinger. So Jesus answers the question with compassion, but it comes with a little bit of a stinger. If, you're, if, if we're lacking faith as believers today, we're going to fail at doing anything for God, no matter how hard we try. Just like in this passage of Scripture with the disciples, if we're going to do anything, but if we're lacking faith, it's going to be really difficult, no matter how hard that we try. And so again, in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the 6th verse, it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Remember that as a people, and as, as we come through this last year of 2021, in November, we, like Bishop was teaching, we came out of the turn. That was important for, for us to remember that we were circling around the turn there. And then in December, we we were able to pick up momentum so that we could finish strong. And so now here we are in January, already kicking off our corporate fast with 20 days to go. We've, we've come out of that term, picked up momentum, you know, to finish strong. So now here we are at the top going into our fast here at 20 days. But, but we have been positioned for this brand new year. And so as we are at the beginning of the runway, 
We're looking for things to change in a mighty way. So to start strong and to set the tone for the rest of the year, we're going to have to be strong and specific in this fast to conquer the demons that are trying to block our way to what God wants to restore in our lives this year. Amen. Who's not going to let him do it? Who's not going to let the enemy block our pathway? So what we gather from Matthew, the 17th chapter, beginning at verse 14 through 21, is that we find Jesus and three of the disciples returning from the mountain to find a crowd gathered around the remaining nine. And along comes a desperate father who pleads on behalf of his demon-afflicted son who has seizures and often falls into water or fire. But you know the story. I want to just make a point that the disciples could not cast the demon out of the child. And this can also be found in Mark, the ninth chapter, 14 through 29. The story is really powerful because Jesus exasperated when he is talking to them. Exasperated meaning that he's intensely irritated and frustrated. My goodness, compassionate Jesus got irritated and frustrated by the doubt of his disciples. And so he rebukes the demon and heals the boy. So when they ask, Jesus tells the disciples that their faith was too small to cast out the demon. And so even faith, as small as a mustard seed, is enough to move a mountain. I don't know how many people have actually seen a mustard seed before, but it's, it's almost so small you couldn't see it without a magnifying glass. But that's enough faith to move mountains that are standing in your pathway. My question this morning is, where is your faith today? Because it's not in the stature, how big it looks, but it's how big is your faith in your heart. The new year is here already. Is your faith too small to activate or non-existent to please God? Jesus' words from the book of Mark imply that some demons require additional effort to exercise. There are going to be some real work that needs to go beyond just our regular prayer and fasting. But as we see from the prior verse from Matthew, Jesus said that faith was the heart of the issue. That's where the disciples were having their um, their shortcoming, was the, the, the heart is where it starts. Just like many Christians today, it was the same for the disciples. It is a heart issue. Is was what happened when it came to their failure to cast the demon out, right? In, in Matthew seventeen seventeen, but Jesus did not say that their primary issue was a lack of prayer and fasting. I want to make that point. The true error here, that is the foundation of their failure. Listen carefully. Was that they didn't su- sufficiently sufficiently trust the power of God to work through them. 
They didn't just trust God. They used words without putting power and authority in those words in whom in which they were praying. That's in the name of Jesus. So that's a big mishap. If you're not praying in the name of Jesus with the power and authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, that's going to bring failure to your your prayer, and it's going to bring failure in your fasting to reach results. I love that Jesus was clear that nothing would be impossible for them if they had faith even as small as a mustard seed. In Matthew 13, 31 through 32, it speaks of this mustard seed as well as in 17, verse 20. But still, prayer and fasting are expressions of faith. It would never be wrong for a Christian to pray or even to fast when trying to accomplish the will of God. Sometimes we confuse that when we're doing disciplines such as fasting and prayer, but it would never be wrong for that when we're fasting. However, it would be wrong to believe that the actions of prayer and fasting are themselves the sources of power. No. Oh, no. That is not the um, that is not what we want to believe is that just the two of them are by themselves the sources of power. They're merely expressions of faith in God. His power is what accomplishes the will of God, such as for the demons to be removed. We're going to need faith to please God as we go forth this year, moving mountains and casting out devils. We're going to need the power of God in our fasting and in our prayers to remove the mountains that stand in our pathway and to cast out the devils that are trying to block our way to what God has in store for us this year. The disciples just needed to speak the word of God with authority in the name of Jesus. And the demon would have come out, and they need not have their faith questioned. So to get results, you've got to believe the word of God. We've been trained. We've been fed good spiritual food each week throughout 2021, all the way up to this point. We've been trained and equipped for such a time as this. We may have to become more consistent with how we approach matters. Let's So let's think of it as we're preparing ourselves to fast and pray as we started on yesterday, but we don't want to be short in our faith, but we want to be full in our faith. God is looking for the faithful believers this year. So my question is, where are you right now in your faith? Will you stand up and commit yourself wholeheartedly to what God is asking us to do at this time in this year of 2022? Can we consecrate ourselves and really take seriously this time of fasting and prayer? We've all got um, matters of concerns within our lives and our families' lives and we really need to see the enemy moved out of our pathway so that we can reach the place where God has ordained for us to arrive. Because Jesus said in John 14, 
chapter in the 12th verse, that who, so whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing, and they will do even greater works than these because I am going to the Father. We're in such a pivotal time right now to really get what God has for us. But as Bishop mentioned earlier, we've got to be really careful who we're listening to and how we're pursuing God. So let us pray. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that we can appreciate coming out of 2021 strong and are on the runway of 2022. I pray our hearts to be washed and cleansed so that you have room to saturate us in the Holy Spirit, to be full of faith, to be made new and whole so that we can receive the promise of the prophecy of restoration in every area of our lives, according to Joel 2 and 25. Give us strength during this time of fasting and prayer. Give us direction and give us the perseverance that we're going to need for this time of consecration to fast and to pray for the victory that we have in Jesus' name. Amen. Mother Heather. Amen. Thank you, Minister Randall. What a word. What a word this morning. I hope you took notes. I hope you listened carefully. If not, you can go back and re-listen when the whole um, prayer call is uploaded. So, again, thank you, Minister Randall. At this time, we want to go to Sister Brandy. She's going to come share the request, and we're going to all join in with her on one accord as she prays. Uh, Brandy, if you will, please. Good morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have a praise report from Paul Walker. He says, Hallelujah, New Destiny. Our Lord is a Lord of restoration, righteousness, health, and justice. My nieces and nephews are prospering well and are protected by the Lord's blood and armor. He says, Additionally, the nation's president will plan to cancel college and university student loans for all other students to give them a clean slate of life and destinies. Thank you, Lord, for your righteousness and justice, for it is written in Jeremiah 9 and 24 that to know you are a God of kindness, righteousness, and justice. Amen. And we have a a prayer request from a Shaquilla. She's praying for the strength and endurance. She says she's getting out of an unhealthy relationship. She's asking for prayer for protection, strength, endurance, while continuing to hold on to her peace. She's also asking for prayer for her children, for their protection and their peace of mind as well. So, Father God, we come to you this morning. We come boldly to your throne, Lord God, to find grace, to help in the time of need. Father, you said we can call on you, and when we call on you, we shall be saved. So, Father God, we come on the behalf of Shaquilla. We pray, Lord God, for your divine intervention in the mighty name of Jesus. We call on the name of Jesus, which is the name that is given above every name, Lord God, and we ask that you would intervene, Lord God. 
We ask that you would have your way, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would give to Shaquille, Lord God, wisdom and strategies and direction, Lord God, during this time. Father, we ask that you would lead and guide her by your power and by your Holy Spirit. Father, make the crooked path straight, Lord God. We ask that you would go before her and make the crooked path straight. Father, may your word be a lamp unto her feet and a light unto her pathway. Father, we ask that you would strengthen her, Lord God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray you said in your word, Lord God, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Father, may Shaquilla know that you are with her, Lord God, and that she is not alone. Father, you are her helper, her defender, her deliverer, her provider, and her protector. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus to cover them, Lord God, and to protect them from all hurt, harm, and danger. We declare that no weapon that is formed against her and her children, that it shall not be able to prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that we pray, Lord God, that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard their hearts and their minds, Lord God. Father, that you would keep them in your perfected peace, Father, because her mind is stayed upon you. Father, we ask that you would strengthen Shaquilla in her inner man, Lord God, and that when she is weak, that she would declare that she is strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We call on Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God, of the healer. We call on the Lord who heals the brokenhearted and who binds up all their wounds. Father, we ask that you would heal this family of any physical, emotional, or psychological wounds in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would break every chain, Lord God, Break every chain of fear, worry, anxiety, shame, and low self-esteem in the mighty name of Jesus. We come up against those things that would try to come to her, Lord God, and hold her in bondage in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak to her identity this morning, Lord God, and we declare that she is the head and not the tail. She is above only and not beneath. We declare that greater is he that is in her than he that is in the world. We declare that she is fearfully and wonderfully made. We declare that she is a child of the Most High God. We declare that she is the apple of God's eye and that she is accepted in the Beloved. And, Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord God. Father, we thank you for her children, and we just speak peace to their minds in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord God, that they will not be a representation, Lord God, of what they've been through in the mighty name of Jesus. Just the way you brought out the three Hebrew boys without a stench of smoke, Lord God, we pray that they will not have any effects of, Lord God, of what they've been through in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mark eleven twenty four out of the Amplified Bible tells us, I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you and you will have it. Hallelujah. Amen. So praise reports shall follow. We believe that in Jesus' name. I want to quickly go back to Minister Randall. Do you have any further thoughts this morning for us? 
Oh, thank you, Mother. I, I do not. I just pray that we will take this time, uh, these next 20 days, to really consecrate us, uh, uh, allow ourselves to be consecrated through this time of fasting and prayer, and that we really pursue God in order to see what God has for us as we um, look to Him to restore in our lives that which the enemy has stolen from us. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. In agreement completely. Bishop, do you have anything further that you want to say? I, uh, I have a whole lot I want to say. <laughs> like that. I have a whole lot. Number one, uh, we thank uh, Sister Brandy for the prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests and also Minister Randall for such a, a great devotion. And I don't know if you all caught what Minister Randall said. He said something that struck a chord with me. Uh, and and he, mentioned, he mentioned one word that struck a serious chord with me, and that word was results. When you, when you look at Matthew's gospel, this whole conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples in verse 20 Jesus is responding. His response is because of a question they asked in verse 19. The question was uh, in verse 19, I just want to break it down and make it simplistic. The disciples' question was, why didn't we get a result? Why didn't we get any results? We were, we were trying to do what we always seen you do, and how come you're getting results, we saw you do it, and we didn't get results. And Jesus' response was, because of the littleness of your faith. That's why you're not getting results. And you may ask yourself today, why, why is it that I am not getting results like other believers are getting results? You might even say, why I'm not getting results like Bishop getting results. I'm telling you, you have to build your faith. You have to believe. That's why I started this series last week on um, faith to overcome fear. And, you know, this I'm really dealing with fear in, in the series. But you got to understand... You, you, it requires you to have faith. If you're ever going to overcome in life, it's going to be based on your belief system. It's going to be based on your faith. And we need to build up faith right now like never before. We need to build up faith. And because I'm telling you, yes, we're coming to a time of restoration, and I believe the restoration will only be because of the righteous. It would be because the righteous have made the decision to honor God like we're supposed to. But at the same time, certain things will continue. Certain things will continue. Because I'm, I'm telling you all, I'm not just saying this because of something I read. I'm telling you, I've been... I've been watching something for about five years now, and I haven't said a whole bunch about it because I've been letting it play out. But now, where I am today, I'm connecting the dots, and I'm connecting the events, and I'm telling you, they're almost in perfect alignment. 
And that's why I said what I said at the top of the service, and I want to come back again and shift your attention to Jeremiah 18, verse 7 through verse 12. Please listen to what it says. Let me read it to you. The instant I speak concerning a nation, concerning a kingdom, to pluck up, to pull down, and to destroy it. If the nation against whom I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I thought to bring upon it. And the instant I speak concerning a nation, concerning a kingdom, to build and to plant it, if it does evil in my sight, so that it does not obey my voice, then I will relent concerning the good which I said I would benefit it. Now therefore speak to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I am fashioning a disaster, a devising and devising a plan against you, Return now every one from his evil way and make your ways as your doing and your doings good. That's verse 11. You can read verse 12 on your own. Now, listen. This is God speaking. He said, I'm sending the disaster. Now, let me align what I'm saying. I'm going to read real-time news to you, real-time news. This is uh, news as of yesterday. 2021, watch this now, and year 2021, 145 billion dollars of damage done through natural disaster natural disasters across this nation from coast to coast. We've never seen anything like this. $145 billion, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And natural disasters. Now, now, notice what God says. He's fashioning a disaster. I'm telling you, FEMA can't keep up with this. The government can't keep up with this. This is the making of something, and this is all behind the unrighteous ruling. That's why the righteous have to wake up. It's no more church as usual. Are you kidding me? We have to be serious about what God has called us to do. We got to fall on our knees, our hands and our face. We got to pray out to the God of heaven like never before that he will bring us to a place of peace and he will bring restoration upon his land. This stuff is major and is going out of control. The natural disasters is just only one element of the making of a perfect storm. The, the economy is it's going to hit the economy. It's going to hit all kinds of stuff. It's going to hit the political arena. I'm telling you, wake up. To what is going on and start fasting, start praying, and we need to pray for answers. 
We need to pray for answers. Judgment starts in the house of the Lord. Remember that. Judgment starts where? Repeat it. Judgment starts where? In the house of the Lord. Now let's wake up. If we're watchmen, let's get on our post. Let's do our job. Let's quit playing. All right? We we have to fast. We have to pray like never before. We have to read the Word of God. We need to pinpoint things, understand something, understand what's going on, the signs of the time. Notice I read you Scripture out of the Bible, Old Testament, but then I brought it to where we are today. This report came out yesterday about the $145 billion in natural disasters. It came out yesterday. 2020, 2021 was the worst year we have ever seen. They said they have ever seen when it comes to natural disasters. And I'm telling you, more storms are coming because we want to forsake God. People want to yeah. forsake God. You cannot. You mean you can men can my don't get me started. Y'all, y'all don't, don't. Read verse twelve. Read verse twelve and you're gonna see what I'm saying. Because verse twelve says the people gonna reject God's warning. But the church cannot. We cannot reject God's warning. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. God bless you. We love you. Have a great day in the Lord. Wow. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, Yes, this nation needs to be turned around, and it's not going to be turned around if the church does not take its rightful position. We've been given authority. We've been given a position, but we cannot use it if we don't know who we are. If we have weak faith, we can't go anywhere. Uh, This has been a wonderful morning. This has been powerful. And I pray that each and every one of you heard what the Spirit of the Lord was saying this morning to each and every one of us. And I would say to you, go back and listen to it again. Go to the recording of this morning and get it down deep in your spirit. This was not just man speaking. This was God speaking through man, speaking to through those that spoke this morning. God has a plan, but it cannot be fulfilled if the church is not willing, if the church is weak in her faith. It's time. It is time. In fact, it's past time. (laughs) The time is now. Stand up. Stand up in the righteousness to which you've been called. Know who you are. God put you on this earth for a reason at this time because he put within you what you need to accomplish his will and his purpose. Don't be afraid. Don't turn away. Turn to. And as it was said, get on your face before God during this time of prayer and fasting. See what God is doing. See what he can do in you and through Mm. you. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. My goodness. We just need to praise. Let us end our time 
let us end our time this morning. We're way over, but you know what? It was well worth it. Let us end by thanking God for all that he's done. And he continues to do on our behalf. He has not given up on us. Why have we given up on him? Father, you are a good God. You are a good God. You are one who has never failed us yet. We thank you that you hear our cry. And as we go forth this day, Father, praying for this nation called the United States of America that is so divided, we're asking, Lord, we're crying out to you for righteous leaders, righteous leaders that will not be afraid, but they will stand up for the things that are right. We pray that they will be elected and those that have wrong thoughts, wrong plans, that they will be done away with and righteous leaders will take their place. Put them in places of authority that will affect this nation. Father, we're crying out on behalf of our nation that it will turn from its wicked ways. We thank you that your mercy is what it is. We seek you like never before. Mm -hmm. And we will put you back in all the places Mm -hmm. that your name has been removed. Yes, all those places, from the White House to the courthouse through Congress. Father, forgive us. We plead with you this morning. Forgive us. Hear our cry. And we ask, Lord God Almighty, that you give us peace, peace within our hearts, peace within our homes, peace within the church that lifts up the name of Jesus, peace from all that unrest that we see and we hear of taking place in this wonderful nation. Yes, and I say wonderful nation. I was not born here, but I was adopted into this nation. And I love it. And I pray that your love for this nation will rise above everything that has stood in your way to keep you from blessing this nation, for working for this nation. Father, may we love this land once again. I pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen, amen, and amen. We are not going to be denied. Hallelujah. Please open the line.